Get ready to rock radio, music you want to hear. Now, we're talking in March 2015, and we've mentioned you have this series of dates in April. What, what prompted this situation? You know, when Michael and I um, got the band back together, or we were, that was the, that was the intention to get the, the, the five of us back together in 2009, um, we'd actually uh, broken up in 1987, but... I decided to carry on with my solo career, or, or start a solo career in 1988, uh, and that lasted until 2002 when I uh, wound it down and started to paint. But uh, then, then Mickey called me up, but I call him Mickey, he didn't like that. <laughs> it's just, I can't, can't change it. Um, he called me up and I, and I knew that he was going to ask me again, because over the years he'd asked so many times, let's get the band back together, and I said, no. I, and I said, no, even before he said anything, Annie, I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said, the only way I'd do it is if John Sher, who managed us in the 70s, would would, uh, would take us on. And uh, I didn't think there would be any chance at all. And he contacted John, and John said he was just thinking of the band. And he said, yeah, I'll, let's do it. And so, um, you know, we, we, we contacted everybody. In the end, unfortunately, because of timing of different things and whatever, it didn't work out. And so... It was back down to Mickey and I, and uh, we didn't think that John would want to take us on just for, with, with the two of us, you know, and because uh, we, we built a, a band around ours. He said, no, he said, let's do it, because I'd kept the flag flying with my band and uh, for many years, and so there was an audience out there. So th that was the beginning of, of, of it all over again, and um, the first tour was, you know, fantastic, you know, because we had a lot of audiences, you know, a lot of fans over here, um, and that tour did very, very well. And so, yeah, we were starting to, to gain momentum. In, in 2012, we, we did a Kickstarter campaign to, uh, so that we could record a new album, which uh, became Grandinale Vento. And, um, and then we uh, got a distribution deal um, in New York that uh, was going to cover the, the rest of the world. So we thought that was a good thing. And then we had to rename the album and add some bonus tracks, so then it became Symphony of Light. Um, but yes, um, gosh, my, the, the band was, and still is, unique. Uh, there's nothing like us. Uh, we kind of lost our way in the 80s um, with um, Camera, Camera and Timeline, even though there were one or two good songs. But they were, they were great songs, but they were songs that anybody could sing. They weren't the challenging, unusual, unique songs that we'd done the, you know, up to that point. Um, so when when Michael and I got back together again, uh, what we wanted to do was to revisit, go back to our roots, and that's what we did th with this album. And um, yeah, the, the tragic circumstances were, you know, it was it was a very odd year. It was joyous at the beginning. We did the Kickstarter campaign. We did the recording. It was fantastic. And then I. Um, I found out that I had a, a, dis, a dislocated, a collapsed vertebra and ended up in a, a metal brace for nine months to a year, I think it was. Um, and we had to cancel three quarters of a tour and we were just starting to gain momentum at that point. And then, so we, we only did like five out of 15 shows because I could drive to them and not, you know, it wasn't, wouldn't be too bad on my back. But, um, and then Michael, we lost Michael in, in November that year. Um, it was tragic. It was, um, 
weren't sure. Well, I think I was sure, really, uh, that I would carry on because I knew that, that he would like that. And we just had a new album to promote, so it would have been devastating just to let that go, not do anything. We started touring in 2009, and we toured in 2010. In 2010, we did... Um, we opened up for Procol Harum in, the, the, in Atlantic City and at Longwood Gardens. That was fantastic. Then we toured with alongside Steve Hackett. That was a great tour. We went up to Canada and all over the place. And then we went to Japan and Korea in the fall um, of that year. And then 2011, um, we ended up recording um, a live DVD. of. We, we did a concert of uh, two albums we did Scheherazade and other stories and Turn of the Cards and it was a, that was a great tour and we we recorded one of the shows at the Keswick Theatre which is down in, in Pennsylvania here and and put that out as a live DVD and then so and that was quite successful and uh, that was really a wonderful experience 2012 um, we we performed at Near Fest 2012 was when we uh, did the Kickstarter campaign as well, and um, and recorded Grandinale Vento. And 2013, I just, you know decided to take the band, you know, carry on with the band, and we we did a tour of we went down to Florida and Atlanta and uh, an East Coast tour to make up for the dates that we lost on the on the prior tour. And then we did the Yesterval. That was really exciting. That was. Um, just outside of Philadelphia with Yes and Carl Palmer and it was a great that was a great show actually it was like a, a festival and it, it, it you know all on one day I remember getting there at 10 o'clock in the morning we, we had to get there at 10 in the morning and every we had three meals during the day because we were there everybody was there for so long yeah and then um last year we did Cruise to the Edge and that was like oh that was just something else it was brilliant you know the bands that were on it were fantastic you know some of my friends like steve howe and john wetton and um, patrick moraz um you know we did t two major shows we did one when we were when we were actually going into a storm and the boat was going from side to side and we had to play for an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> rooted to the spot trying not to fall over you know but uh it was incredible it was a wonderful theater held about 1200 people and then we did another one a few days later on the pool deck in another big stage they had up there with like 70 mile an hour winds if you go to facebook renaissance touring uh there's a little video that i put up that you can go to youtube and see actually probably the whole of the, the poolside um show you, you can see that like frank's symbols were going vertical crazy it was fun but it was it was cold. Am I right in saying, Annie, that um, these dates coming up in April in the UK are quite unique in the sense that you are doing your own shows, really? And, and you've already mentioned that uh, a lot of the gigs that you've played more recently have been outside the UK in the States where you're very popular. Um, yeah. so, so have you done any um, dates like this at all in recent times? Is this something quite unique for you? Well, I mean, it's unique to come to Europe. Uh, and the, the reason we, we didn't, um, we, we couldn't really go anywhere uh, other than the East Coast, which is because nowadays it's so expensive to put a band on the road. You've got, you know, you travel and, and you know, hotels and rehearsals. And we have six people in the band now, not five. And we have two crew members, so that's eight people we've got to carry. It's, 
than to go any further afield because we hadn't we're still kind of getting our foothold again it's kind of it's I'm, I'm, i don't want to say it's a bit late in life to start this because i don't mean it like that really um it is and it's not you know what i mean because we, we're kind of climbing our way back up again but it would be nice to be able to go to other parts of the states but because people are saying now well if you can go to england you can certainly come over here and i understand that but um we were so big in Europe when, when I first joined the band. I mean, we were really big in Germany for a start, you know, and England, but Germany particularly. And uh, then we had, you know, Northern Lights. They hit Northern Lights, which was fantastic. And that was another amazing experience. And, you know, I joined the band in 1971, and by 1975, we were playing Carnegie Hall. I think, in a way, we probably spent a little bit too much time uh in America and should have, you know, gone to other parts of the world. When I first started in the band, we played, um, you know, Germany, and and we seemed to kind of broke away from from that and didn't tour Europe so much, and um, which is a shame because we were we were really big in in Germany, and it was very difficult. It, it was difficult to get these shows in Germany. Because well, it's thirty years later, and the promoters are probably not the same promoters. <laughs> And we haven't played for over 30 years, and, um, you know, we didn't have a record company, you know, that they didn't know that, you know, if if we had the fans still out there. And um, it's all down to marketing. Publicity is one of the main things, you know, because if you don't know that your favorite band's coming to town you haven't seen for 30 years, if you don't, there's no publicity, you'll miss them. That's the sad thing, you know. I think you, 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 that's exactly right. But I think um, in, in some ways that, you know, um, you, you almost come full circle. And uh, whilst you say, yes, you perhaps should have spent more time in Europe, there is still time, isn't it, to get the music out there? Well, yeah, that, this is why, the, you know, it, it would have been nice if we could have done it, you know, before this. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I believe in karma and timing and, you know, things like that. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, as I said, I don't know where we're going to go from here. I mean, if, if, it would be wonderful. It would be wonderful if, if if we could sell out this tour. But it's a matter of whether the people are going to, you know, the, people, the right people, the fans that were there are, are going to, you know, get to hear about it. Yes. Well, they should yeah. do because it's a unique experience, isn't it? And, it is. Uh, uh, want want to savour the 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 dates in April um, Annie will have the effect of um, of re promoting the album uh, really it, it did sneak out and uh, it means it gives us a gives us a new lease of life I think this time round and uh, certainly yeah. for certainly for UK listeners anyway yeah I, I think that uh, you know the, the exciting thing for me is uh, you know um, is that we have two keyboard players it's it's just so symphonic now it, it's incredible it's so full you know it's like being on stage with an orchestra it's wonderful because that's technology these days but uh so uh, and again i don't want to take anything away from the original band because what we did or what they did because i didn't play only i played maracas and tambourine but i didn't play an instrument and what th- those four guys did was phenomenal really <laughs> you know so uh but yeah i'm, I'm very excited to to be 
Oh, yes, it's like a homecoming, really. And um, what can uh, fans expect or, you know, what, what can the audience expect in terms of a set list? Is it going to be pretty much the very best of Renaissance? Yeah, well, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be doing a, a hybrid of, of prologue, which is more orchestral than... Uh, well, it's not to say it's more orchestral. Well, it is a bit, because uh, Lou Clark, when we did the Albert Hall, he wrote, or he arranged a prologue for the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra to play before we went out on stage. And that was quite incredible. And what, so what we did, decided to do was take part of that and put it together with you know, the recorded version, you know, make a hybrid out of it. So that's really quite intense and, and very powerful and impressive, actually. And, um, and it's also a great song for me to get sung in before I do anything else because, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm not pushing my voice, so I'm, I'm, I'm singing what's easiest to me, which is high notes, but I'm really pushing them out, if you know what I mean, mm. exercising my voice in that song for the rest of the show. Um, we're doing Cups of the Sun... Um, we'll be doing Ocean Gypsy, we'll be doing Northern Lights, um, we'll be doing Mother Russia, uh, Running Hard, we'll be doing um, uh, Grandinale Vento, um, Symphony of Light, The Mystic and the Muse, and Ashes Burning. Uh-huh. So it'll be almost, a t- a, you know, probably an hour and three quarters, two hour show. Fantastic. Well, we're looking I'm forward to that. Long Yes. Well, that's what you've always done, isn't it? The long pieces. And, uh, you know, that's what we've come to love about the band, really. You get really, uh, the listener gets really absorbed in the the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, the musicianship and, of course, those uh, wonderful vocals, as we've mentioned. Well, well, we wish you all the very best with that. And uh, we hope to see more of you and, uh, of course, the band in the UK. And maybe this is what will, it'll it'll be a bit like a, a springboard for that. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting to see what might happen from this. I'm, I mean, it would be, you know, if, if nothing goes further for it, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's just to have done it. And, and I know that the fans are going to love it. So that's, that's what it's all about, you know, really. It's, it's all about the fans, you know. And um, if, if anything comes from it, anything takes off from there or, you know, something happens, um, then um, we'll see. You know, I'm open. I'm open to. Um, I'm open to the universe to to do whatever is is, is going to come to us. You know, what, whatever's meant to be. And um, looking forward to it greatly. And looking forward to seeing the fans and the faces uh, when they when they hear this band. Get ready to rock. 